in three, two, just kidding, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Pardon My Pancreas Podcast. We don't have a guest today because today it's your two hosts. I am Matt, and with me is... Ali. Ali, what's up? So we're actually in different places right now, which is pretty cool. It's our first time trying this. And uh, Ali, how do you feel about being in two separate locations? Oh, man, I was actually looking forward to seeing you, but it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I miss you too. I miss you. We had some uh, some technological, uh, not difficulties, some interesting obstacles that we were trying to overcome. But this is, it's going to work out. It's going to work. I hope. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners hope so because today we are talking about I am shots. Ali, what does I am stand for? Intramuscular. Intramuscular. So, what does that mean? Is it just a shot into your favorite muscle? How does that work? Any sort of muscle. So, intra meaning inside and then muscular muscles. Nailed it. Now, here's a good question for our fans. Should you be pinching your skin when you're giving yourself an IM shot? From to my knowledge and what I've read, no. But that's not that's not a right or wrong answer whether you pinch or not. It depends on the area. From what I've learned, it's mainly thighs and shoulders. I won't go into that yet, but basically pinching isn't also a bad thing. I pinch when I'm injecting my fat. Yeah. That's definitely correct because if you're doing an IM and you pinch, then you're kind of missing the muscle. And uh, if you are pinching in a fatty area, it's good because you're going for subcutaneous, so it works out. But uh, yeah, IM shots are quite quite interesting. Something I wasn't told about when I was first diagnosed. How did you first hear about it? I was just like you. I didn't hear it when I first got diagnosed. I heard about it maybe. I was doing them, but I didn't know what they were. <laughs> but I actually formally, <laughs> formally learned it. And uh, the diabetes solution by Dr. Bernstein, I think like maybe two years ago. Okay. Yeah. And then how often do you use IM shots? Honestly, I go above 140 quite like I'm correcting above 140 almost daily. So I'd say almost once a day. Like today, I I took actually two IM shots. This morning I was 142 and I took one unit of Novolog right in the shoulder and then uh, I take one for the workout. It sometimes I'll just inject in the stomach, the fat area, if it's uh, for a workout, a bolus workout, a bolus shot. So technically, just one today. Okay. Yeah. And then with the IM shots, does it hurt? How does that feel to you? Um, most times, if we're if you do them wrong, which is it, the margin for error is it. I mean, you can really mess up quickly, uh, easily. So, um. I'll be honest, it's probably a 50-50 for me. I haven't really got it down to the point where I've been like, you know, when I read through pages and I was looking through examples, I still do them wrong. You know, there's like a whole process to it. And it's like, you know, some of it, when you're doing shoulder shots, um, intramuscular, most that's mostly a lot of muscle for people. A lot of people don't have fat there. But especially for a person like me, you have to let your arm relax. And then you're basically choosing... Um, if you put, I'm putting my hand right now on my, I would say upper deltoid if I, if that's right. And I'll go a little bit lower. So right in that middle area of between, I'm so bad at understanding what muscle is. <laughs> but basically you got to let your arm relax and don't, don't, don't inject it slow from, to my knowledge. Um, don't inject it slow because you're giving your body a chance to 
if you inject it fast, you don't give your body or your nerves a chance to understand what's going on. It's just a quick pinch um, versus having it go slow. And then, you know, just a quick, it's like a dart. Dr. Bernstein explains it just in out. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm, when I don't feel it, I don't, I'm not surprised. Sometimes when I do feel it and it kind of hurts, I don't get surprised either. You know, that makes me, uh, it takes me back to getting the flu shot and they do it real quick. And that makes sense. They just like poke it in, yeah. squeeze, poke it out, and you're like, oh, it's over. <laughs> and I imagine if they left it in there a bit longer, you'd be like, get that out of my arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's something I really thought about recently is when you're getting your blood drawn and you're looking at the needle in the blood, it makes it, I mean, at least for me, it feels like it hurts even more because you're looking at the needle and you're looking at the blood. If you think about an IM shot or any kind of insulin shot, a pump, uh, you're doing your pump site and you think there's a needle going in there and you, and you mentally know that it's, if I feel like it's going to hurt more versus like, if I were to, you know, I'd say, Matt, close your eyes. I'm going to give you two different pains right now. One of them is going to be me pinching you and the other one's an I am shot. And I tell you the one that's, um, I am shot, but I actually pinched you. You're not going to know because it's in my opinion, if obviously you can really hurt yourself with an insulin injection shot. But um, for the most part, I feel like if we think about it as like someone pinching you and you make it quick and uh, very efficient or, you know, injecting the right way, it won't hurt as much. Oh, yeah. Make it quick. It's yeah. like ripping off a Band-Aid, you know, just get it done. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I think back to uh, the first time that I ever had an intramuscular injection or I am shot, as the cool kids are saying. <laughs> it was uh, last year at TCOID. I and you were there. Um, I was leading group fitness classes for everybody at TCOID. Oh. We were having a blast, but uh, I was having some issues with my blood sugars, yeah. and it was very frustrating. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I gave five corrections throughout the day, all of which did nothing. And I was starting to wonder, you know, what's going on? Something with my pump? Is it even delivering insulin? And maybe the insulin's bad. And uh, yeah, my sister is there, who was also a type one, and she happened to have a syringe on her. I think it was hers, right? It wasn't you. Yeah, it was. It was um, her vial. I recorded the whole thing. It was on the vlog. I was like vividly. Yeah, that's right. Man, yeah. So we're sitting at the the FTF Warrior booth, and uh, Ollie and my sister Carlin talked me into an intramuscular shot. Like yeah. you gotta get your blood sugars down with this because your pump's obviously not working. Something's wrong with it. And uh, yeah, Carlin stuck it right in my shoulder, and. Uh, She's a nurse, so it's totally okay. She's allowed to do it to me. (laughs) That's the disclaimer. Oh, my goodness. Immediately. That was my first time using shoulder, and it was in my deltoid like you talked about. And immediately, you know, my blood sugar started coming down. I started feeling better, ready to jump back out there in the group fitness classes and and lead some kickboxing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, first experience doing that, it dropped it right away. And my sister also let me use her her insulin vial to switch out my pump site about an hour and a half later. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. You know, something was wrong since that shot brought me down, obviously. Mm. And immediately after changing my insulin, it started working fine. I had perfect levels the rest of the night. So it turns out I had some bad insulin and, uh, you know, something important for everyone listening. Sometimes bad blood sugars are not your fault. There are plenty of factors like bad insulin mm. that, you know, can throw your numbers off and it's important not to beat yourself up over that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I think about it, like I have a, I have a graph in my head, you know, we all know how insulin peaks and what it looks like in the graph, you know, the, 
starts in 15, right. uh, peaks in 45 to an hour, and then tails off in the X amount of time. When you look at an intramuscular shot, what you're kind of doing basically is you're condensing and you're pushing, basically you're jamming that graph of, you know, the five hours it lasts and the one hour peak into sooner. Basically the peak that we expect at 45 to an hour could be 30 minutes to 45, maybe depending on, you know, mm-hmm. insulin sensitivity, what we're doing after. And, uh, the, the, um, also the, the action time it's sooner as well, you know, and we, we right. just have to, to, obviously, you know, Matt and I are going to talk about disclaimers about being, you know, being very cautious with that because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to over, you know, be liberal, I guess you can say with your insulin when it comes to the IM shots, because they can be, they can bring your blood sugar down very quickly. It's true. And, uh, I would always say err on the side of caution before trying something new, because if it is going to bring you down at a faster rate, that's something you want to give a little wiggle room for the first couple of times you try it. Uh, I was doing some research yeah. on that and what was fascinating is that not only does it work twice as fast, but the tail ends twice as fast. And you mentioned it's compressing that whole five hour window. So it, it drops you really fast and yeah. then it stops dropping you a lot faster than a normal shot would because it's not lingering in your system. And to me, that was yeah. fascinating. It just kind of changed the rules yeah. of an insulin shot. <laughs> yeah. And then, and that's not, we're not taught out that from the gate when we get diagnosed, we're just taught like, you know, inject. And we're like, okay, where, where to inject if it's high? Yeah. In my um, veins? Is that where it goes? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. That's gonna, that's actually something you have to remind me to talk about later is, uh, when we hit a a blood vessel, I don't know if that's the correct term, blood vessel or or something else and running into that. Um, but, um, not to jump in too far, if this is okay, I think what people need to come into this with, with this mentality about learning from IM shots Number one, we already have the disclaimer. We're not doctors. We're not suggesting you do this right after the podcast. I would suggest picking up Diabetes Solution or any other credible diabetes books or sources on how to do it and then consult your physician or your medical team and seeing what works best for you. You know, what high blood sugar, when do you need to pull this tool out of your tool belt, you know, to bring those high blood sugars down? That's really important to consider that. Absolutely. It's knowledge is power, guys. And that's Ollie and I both have done a lot of reading, a lot of research, a lot of trial and error. And uh, even though we have read a lot, we're still not doctors. So don't take our word for it. Go talk to your doctors. Um, You know, just ask questions. Always ask questions. It can't hurt. I mean, the shots might hurt a little bit, but the questions don't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, Something I wanted to bring up um, is I I don't, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but this is something that personally I disagree with is doing IM shots with pen needles. Now, pen needles are obviously most of you guys know are the needles that tie onto flex pens, insulin flex pens. And to do IM shots with those, what you're doing is you're using a, a very short needle, which can ironically, it sounds fascinating, it can actually hurt more. And I remember one time I had my Novolog pen and I, I, it was like really late or no, it was like probably two in the morning. I was correcting high blood sugar and I injected in my shoulder. And then next thing, you know, as soon as I inject, I have a bubble of insulin coming out. And on top of that, I have a purple mark. I probably hit a blood vessel 
which it doesn't happen every time if you use a shorter needle. It's just really ironic. I don't understand the whole biology or the physics of why a shorter needle can hurt more. I don't know if maybe the needle doesn't get all the way past the certain nerve endings. Um, you know, being pen needles also lead to leakage, which was, was just my story. You know, I had insulin leaking out. So that's one to be really cautious about shorter needles, um, flex pens. And then number two is hitting blood vessels. Um, I hit a blood vessel. I don't know if you have Matt before, but it's not. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah, it swells up and basically your blood sugar is going to go. Like I talked about the graph being condensed. Imagine that, but twice as much (laughs) (laughs) basically. So has that been your experience going back to the IM shots with it being quick action, but also it stops acting faster as well? Um, no, what I mean by is like, so when I hit the blood vessel, and this sounds really odd, I was looking at the shot and I'm sure some of you guys listening probably have hit a blood vessel before, you know, being that we take a million shots. Um, there's, it looks like the insulin hasn't gone through. There's like a bubble. And I, I remember thinking, and I asked in a, you know, a Facebook group, diabetes Facebook group. And I'm like, is, did the insulin not go through? And what someone told me is you hit a blood vessel, most likely your blood sugar will go down even faster. And I remember like just really, I didn't, I don't remember going low, but I remember I went like dramatically quick. Uh, my blood sugar dropped. So it, it's really ironic. It, this doesn't apply. I don't know this for a fact, but from what I noticed was my blood sugar just dropped even faster from your normal predicted IM shot. Wow. Yeah. Must have been a little bit nervous <laughs> with blood sugar oh, yeah. plummeting. Yeah, I mean, on top of it, I was going to the gym, and I was like, ah, I'll just keep checking, which I should not do that. Oh, my goodness. That sounds like a really rough day. <laughs> it was like a horrible thing to do. <laughs> and that sounds like it was without Dexcom, too. You said you were going to keep checking? Yeah, I was like, ah, I'll just keep checking. <laughs> so let's obviously, IM shots work really fast. What other things can we come up with? What can we think of that also helps insulin to work faster off the top of my head i'm thinking exercise is a big one. Oh yeah um i mean you know moving around get the blood pumping yeah it moves that insulin around your body circulates and causes it to work yeah but uh what else what else can we think of while we're here um this is really this sounds like a no dir but like we have to consider it. We can't keep eating and snacking. <laughs> like that's something that was big for me is like you take a correction and then you'll snack on more. It's like focus on those two to three hours, maybe even five of like going out for a walk, which is, which can also be scary because you have insulin working. So be very considerate of that. Um, you know, get the blood flow going, yep. hydrating a lot. And I know this sounds really like basic, but you know, hydrating to urinating and. No, it's true, though. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people overlook hydration, but when you're dehydrated, it makes the insulin a lot slower to absorb and um, and to circulate. So hydration can play a big factor in getting those blood sugars back into range. Yeah, I mean, on the topic of high blood sugars, I'm so, this is really hard for me. I, I'm, not, I'm not preaching it, but I've learned from um, you know other people is that working out with a high blood sugar is only one step forward and two steps back because you're, you know, I think it's your catabolic when your blood sugar is high and then you're just burning muscle fuel. Um, so it's like, it's not saying necessarily go lift weights or run a marathon. It's just maybe go out, walk your dog or 
just go clean the house around and, and it really, really can do you wonders. Oh my goodness. Cleaning the house is scary effective <laughs> for getting my blood sugars down. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like uh, you're moving your arm, you know, using the Windex and just sweeping. It's uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, I'm just burning tons of calories right now. <laughs> no joke. That's literally what I do. I'm sitting in the office, right? Like working on FTF or whatever, like code in the website. I'll look at my Dexcom and be like, ah, oh, man, I'm a little bit high. I will just go look for things to clean. I'll go like do laundry or I'll go make the bed and like clean up some stuff. And within yeah. 15, 20 minutes, I'm headed towards the right direction. It is yeah. just odd, but I love it because it helps me be productive too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my God. And I think like, see, I want to acknowledge you is your, your mind state is right now is like when you see a high blood sugar and you're mad, you know, obviously we're not saying you're perfect, but like when you see a high blood sugar, higher you go how can i fix this let me clean let me uh you know adjust my insulin needs versus me and this is something that i struggled with for many years is i would you know to change my mood off my blood sugar so i would you know be upset or i would you know i would snack more you know i would have not eaten if my blood sugar wasn't high or maybe it was you know, that's like just an example. So it's like, first, I think we need to get into the right mindset of like, I want to be healthier and whatever happens, I'm going to roll with the punches, which that's like a perfect example, going and cleaning. And, and again, this is not medical advice, being very careful that for me, if I were to consider walking from a high blood sugar, I would probably do the walk first, or maybe just be very conservative. This is just a message to everyone be, you know, being conservative with activity level and then an active insulin active bolus even um is a just you know watch out for those hypos absolutely and yeah there's a lot to take into consideration obviously when we do think about those corrections but for me it's always a matter of you know how much insulin is on board and can i fix this with a quick walk around the block and if i can then that's a great way to get outside you know so while we're talking i just thought about uh, another one that helps bring blood sugars down for me, especially if I have insulin on board, is a hot shower. That will drop me crazy, crazy fast. Does that happen to you? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's actually really common among a lot of people. Of like, I haven't considered like doing a hot shower. I'm lazy. I only want to shower after a workout. <laughs> but um, I uh, heat does affect a lot of people to bring them more sensitive. And, you know, there's like rare cases, uh, like my, my really good friend, Tarika, uh, she actually rises from heat. It's still mind blowing to me. I don't understand wow. it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it really doesn't make sense to me at all. Like I would like want a doctor to explain it to me and why that happens. But yeah, for, I think like it's safe to say more than 70% of people, um, uh, drop in heat. You know, I think about it like we're not like we're sweating, but like, you know, it's someone in a sauna, you're you're just more hot and your insulin's going to be jumpstart, which is a really good, it's not even a side note. That's like a big one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Saunas. Uh, yeah. If I ever travel to places like Florida in the summer, <laughs> when it's super hot and humid, I have to be on the lookout for that. Hot showers, all of the above jacuzzis. I remember I used to go low in jacuzzis all the time and just, I never understood it was because of the jacuzzi. I was always just like, Oh, that's weird. I went low again. <laughs> and then you know years later yeah. i find out that that's because it was so hot and it was causing the insulin to move around that's yeah fascinating. i mean like it's 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 super fascinating i think about it like you know we're all gonna go out jacuzzi or we're just gonna be 
out for a walk and we don't plan it, you know, diabetes is just not planned sometimes. But when we do have the opera, the chance to plan a jacuzzi night or a walk for your dog and you, and you have, you know, me and Matt love consistency and routine. So, you know, I think Matt would even agree. Maybe if he knows he's going to go jacuzzi at, you know, 7 PM, he'd be like, he'll probably time his dinner towards, you know, either a being conservative with that meal since he knows he's going to drop in the jacuzzi or b have an earlier dinner. So he knows where his blood sugar is going. And then, you know, being that you're a pump user, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to decrease my basil and yada, yada. Um, same would go for me. I think being that I'm on injections, I would just have an early dinner or make sure my last bolus was pretty far behind a long time, at least, you know, three hours ago. So I know I'm heading or just be maybe snack on something. Right. Yeah, it's super important. And you're absolutely right that I would stick to consistency and planning out. If I know I'm going to go to jacuzzi, then uh, honestly, my first um, first step that I would consider is eating dinner a little earlier so that I have less insulin on board when I do go in the jacuzzi. You know what I mean? So I might eat at five. Well, I might eat dinner a little bit earlier if I'm going to go jacuzzi. So if I'm going to jacuzzi at seven, I'll probably aim to eat at like five. So that way it's been two hours since my bolus and I have less insulin on board. That way I have less risk of actually dropping low. And yeah, you're right. With the temp basils, I can set that. And if you're not on a pump, you can have a snack. These are all great pieces of advice if you're able to plan ahead, of course. All right. Thanks guys so much for jumping on today. And I hope you guys picked up some new knowledge on intramuscular injections and uh, how to make insulin work faster. But again, be very cautious with that as it can cause hypoglycemia. It can cause you to drop really quickly. So speak with your medical team. We are not doctors. This is not medical advice. We're just trying to educate you guys and let you know what's out there. So hope you enjoyed it. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Let us know what you want us to talk about, and we will catch you next time. All right, guys, closing off, just a couple of things. Um, as we mentioned, we're not doctors. This is not medical advice. Um, this is just information for the audience as a whole. And remember, um, if you want to start considering IM shots, the first step is you know just inform yourself about it. What is it? What is the procedure like? Make sure you get it from a credible source. My uh, opinion is getting Dr. Bernstein's Diabetes Solutions uh, book, and they have di- um, whole graphs and pictures and ex- explanations as to why longer needles, why this, why that, and what to be cautious for. And then consult your medical team or do that first, if anything, you know, and figure out a plan that works for you and um, and roll with the punches then. Be very cautious of activity. And uh, that being said, guys, really appreciate you guys listening. Be sure to tune into the next episode of The Part of My Pancreas. All right, guys, take care. Thank you.